Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome. We are live with Mind Body TV. We have a special Meet the Mentors session today where we're going to be sharing about what is this healing journey really about. Uh, what can you expect when you truly commit to this awakening journey for your health and for your wealth? Um, what we are doing in our upcoming Embracing Health program, which is our signature program. It's our year-long integration where we work with you live to truly integrate your highest consciousness for creative power, for manifestation in your body, in your life, in your relationships. And I have Alicia Kapani and Jessica Sullivan, who are our mind-body mentors, joining me today so that they can share um, not only their journey with this work of like major, major changes in their lives, but also what they have been seeing in others that they've worked with and what you could expect if you are joining the Embracing Health program. So I'm going to introduce each of them and then let them share for themselves. Alicia uh, came to this work many years back. She actually came to a live retreat with me and I met her for the first time and just fell in love with her sweetheart and how much she really cares about others. She had been um, really suffering with depression, suicidality, some uh, gut problems, a lot of anxiety. And she told me, um, I started your work. I'm no longer suicidal. I'm not taking medications. Um, you know, this has really re resolved this and changed my life so profoundly. Um, it was months later, she started working as our social media assistant, and she has been working with me ever since then. Uh, over the last couple of years, she's been doing private mentor sessions. She's been working in the mind-body community and the Embracing Health community to assist others in integrating this work. Jessica has been with me um, even longer than that. I think it was 10 years ago. Um, and she had suffered from a very, very severe illness, saw multiple doctors, was diagnosed with Lyme disease, um, struggled for years with lots and lots of medications. Things got better. Then it totally relapsed. She was in the bed for three years. Her life was, she thought was like over as she knew it. Um, and when she found this work through a colleague of mine who referred her, um, this really changed the whole game. She healed from that Lyme disease and chronic fatigue syndrome um, and has really created an unbelievable life with two beautiful daughters and a marriage and a family. And she has also been mentoring individuals uh, for the last few years, as well as um, the groups we've had in Embracing Health. So Welcome, Jess and Alicia, and we'd love to hear from everyone who is here. Where are you tuning in from? Um, have you participated in the Embracing Health program? Because everyone would love to hear from you and what your experiences have been, and I will be staying tuned in the chat for any questions. So, um, Jess, do you want to go first to sure. introduce yourself and anything yeah. you're ready to share here? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I am Jessica Sullivan. I live near Boston. Actually, Kim and I grew up uh, very close to one another back east here. And I came to find this work, to find Dr. Kim, yes, through one of her colleagues. I was still in the journey of trying and doing. 
and he happened I happened to be working with this other person for about a year and a half after really after my relapse I sort of went back to the old way of trying to heal in the same way as before and it wasn't working and so I started trying new things and anything and all things <laughs> which you know in the end it out because it brought me more clarity up to what I was actually seeking and opening to letting something new come in that I didn't even know existed, to be quite honest. When I found Dr. Kim, I didn't know what any of this work was even about. So, but I was really open and really willing. Ah, Medford, very close to me. Um, so I was <laughs> really willing to just be open and to be a receiver and let whatever was here come in. And it really resonated with me so much that I have very soon after, actually, I let everything else fall away. All of the trying, all of the doing, all of the supplements, any medications, just sort of took a pause and let everything fall away to sort of really see what was here. And um, that sort of led me on my new path of healing or what I was even asking for um, which led me to embracing health. So that was the first program that I did, which actually showed me, you showed me, taught me how to be in my own power and what I was actually really here to do was, was not to heal my physical body, which is what I thought and how I had been approaching trying to get better for so long that it was a much bigger picture than just my physical symptoms and my fear in my physical body and how that was showing up. Um, so it led me down a really beautiful path of healing all of the parts of me that I thought were wrong, that I thought were broken, that I thought would never be okay again. Um, and it was such a, a beautiful teaching and experience of having these tools then to start to integrate, start to put into place. Even after the program, right, it sort of became a new way of living as opposed to I was just doing another thing or learning another thing. It started to become a new way of being and starting to be more in my power and to be enough. I think I learned actually through the course that I was enough exactly as I was and I didn't need more and I didn't need to be doing more and trying more. I actually need to be trying less <laughs> and <clears throat> be more of who I was and know that that was enough. So for me, that was such a big turning point in my journey. And from there on out, just more healing started to come in, more willingness to be with my symptoms, more willingness to really sit through the heavy parts as well as the lighter parts. Um, and have more grace for myself. And it started to bring in more ease and it started to bring in more peace. And then once I started to feel that, I realized that's actually what I was after was to have peace in my life, regardless of whatever was going on. And the more I started to cultivate that and let that be sort of my, my new goal rather than having perfect health or whatever I thought that meant, um, that's when everything started to really flow and come in and symptoms started to fall away and life started to become really abundant and more joy and just really more of everything that I was desiring 
started to show up for me. So it, it became less about working so hard to get it and more about, yes, the surrender, letting go and actually just being the receiver to let it come in. And yeah, and that's exactly what happened. So a lot more health, a lot more joy, a lot more ease and a lot more peace started to show up in my life. I think one of the things that's most notable about your journey is that level of powerlessness you felt and the level of hopelessness and despair and all of that heaviness with being told by doctors, you're just going to have to deal with this or, well, here's what we need to do. And in the antibiotics, we're actually making you worse. And I remember years back when you said, oh my gosh, I'm reading people's posts and embracing health. And that's exactly where I was. That's exactly what I wrote in my journal. That's exactly what I was thinking. And and that's one reason it's been so powerful that you uh, can just immediately connect with where they're at and open them Mm -hmm. them up so they move beyond that as well. Yes. Yes, 100%. I was in complete hopelessness, complete despair, depression, severe anxiety, I didn't know how to get out. I didn't know how to even begin to find my way out of that. Um, Yeah, so I can connect whatever they're going through in the program I've been through. So I can immediately say, yes, that's me. Your story is my story. So I know how the story can end. I know how the story and how the story can go. and really connect where they are in that hopelessness or in that despair or in this part of the journey. It is not the full journey. It is where they may be right now, but it is not where the possibilities right are endless of where this can go. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if I really dove into the depths of my story, there would be a lot of question of how am I even still here? How did I even get through that? Because it felt impossible. It was like climbing Mount Everest and there's, I just couldn't do it or felt like I couldn't do it at that time. Well, and, so, and Patty's mm-hmm. saying, um, Jessica's story is amazing. It seems so simple. It's hard to surrender. One of my main issues is helplessness. And that I yeah. know that was where you were functioning yeah. from for so long. It just kept coming up until it was all really fully embraced and could move out. Uh, yes. This goes back to years of small traumas. We feel yeah. like our body hates us. Yes, yes, that was me. And I, I resented my body. Not only did I feel like my body turned on me and hated me, I then hated my body for doing that. So I was really in this struggle of, I felt like I was trapped in a body that no longer worked. Or I was oh, in a body that. Wow. Yeah. I felt like I was trapped in a body that no longer worked. That's yeah. that's exactly where people go with this kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, like it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. And I was like trying to will myself to feeling better. And then when my body didn't respond or do what I wanted it to do, I got really angry and frustrated and depressed so many heavy emotions came up around really hating my body. There was a moment in my experience where I wanted science to be so far ahead of the game that I could do a soul transplant. So I wanted to take my soul out of my body and enter a working body. 
And I wanted that so badly because I did not want to be in the body that I was in going through that experience that I was going through. It was a real um, resistance, yeah, to what was there. And I just wanted a body that worked. And, and it wasn't doing what I thought it should be doing, right? So there was that disconnect. I thought my body should be somewhere else or behaving a certain way, or I thought I should not be having this experience. I thought I didn't deserve that experience. So there was a lot of um, beating myself up, a lot of being really hard on myself, a lot of pressure that I put on myself to get better faster, get better sooner, get out of this experience quicker. And it wasn't meant to look that way. Right. I was really meant to be in that experience more fully. And I kept and trying to get out of it. Started to choose from that knowing and from that inner calling rather than just find another doctor or find a better medication. Yeah. Um, I know that's really what allowed things to, to change. Like you said, I got to be a better receiver. It's yes. that fight or flight of um, I'm in a body that's not working. How could you not go into fight and flight and fear and that inflammatory response that actually keeps that illness from healing. Um, and so that choice to like surrender that on some level, let something higher in uh, and be a great receiver rather than a resist resisting what's yeah. happening. It takes a lot of courage. Yes. And a lot of willingness. I, I said this on our last call in EH actually about, I got to a place where I had to be radically willing to be in my experience and radically willing to feel all of it, the messy, the good, the bad, the heavy, the light, all of it and everything in between because healing for me wasn't um, linear. It wasn't, oh, I came in and I just started healing, you know, better and better and better. It was a lot of I'm doing well, and then I'm being pulled right back down into the victim and back down into the heavy. Okay, then there's more for me to meet. But I was really, I got to a place where I was really willing to be in all of it. And I was really um, encouraging myself to allow it to come up even more so that I could meet it even more fully. And once I started doing that, I started to see shifts. I started to see that the more willing I'm, to be with my symptoms or a flare up or a whatever you want to call it, right? To be in the heaviness, it didn't last as long and it started to become less intense. And so I started to sort of build some confidence. Oh, okay. The more I continue to do it this way, I'm starting to see something shift here. The more I'm willing to lean right into more trust and come out of fear things started to get a little lighter and symptoms started to ease. And so I started to see this pattern of how this was actually working for me. And so if I continue to be really willing to be with what is here, the thing I'm actually wanting is, is waiting for me. Well, and you here. really let a lot of guidance in, you let a lot of assistance, like you chose to, um, follow that inner yes that said, wait a minute, that's not the end of the game for me. What else yes. is possible? And to let higher resources in, even though maybe you were confused or uncertain, or I don't know how to do this. Um, I think that one component is a really essential thing is, am I coachable? Yeah. 
am I open enough, even though I yes. am frustrated, even though there's unthinkable hopelessness, am I open enough to let something new in? Yes, 100%. Even being open to what even is this? Because I'm new. I don't know even what mind-body work is. I don't know what energy healing is. I don't know what any of this is because I was so consumed in sort of the medical realm. That's what I was taught, shown. That's what I knew. But the minute I saw that it wasn't actually working for me, can I just be open? Let whatever is going to show up, show up. You showed up for me. I didn't seek you. You showed up because I was in that space. I was ready for something else to come in. And so then you show up and it resonated so deeply with me that I could then choose it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are on that journey where they have some awareness of this, but it's like, yeah, but, and they're yeah. really not full in. They're still trying to manage the reality they're in, which is just a fabrication. So you keep yeah. staying on that hamster wheel. And I just want to invite everyone to ask any questions that are uh, coming up for you around this or share your experience. We're getting really, really great comments and I'm just sort of like posting them while yes. she's speaking. So thank you guys um, for that. And maybe Alicia, um, you can share a little bit about what your experience was like. I think the biggest thing I saw for you was how much you've gone deeper and deeper to meet that sense of like being alone in the world. Like I know there's a higher truth, but here's all these people around me who really don't get it. And a lot of the depression and the anxiety and like feeling stuck that can come when you feel alone. What, why is everyone else buying into the status quo when I know something higher is true and it can be so frustrating when you have that, that greatness in you. Um, like I saw some of the videos you created before we met and how much you really wanted to share and also like have community and have that be our true reality. Like we're free, we're creators, we can live in harmony. Um, and the frustration of like being in a, a space with, it's not bad or people are like, what are you talking about? And trying to keep you small. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm crying. Cause like, that's, that's it. That's exactly what I felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I just, I struggled with depression for like a really, really long time. Like, like probably around like five years. Um, and, and I had anxiety. I had a lot of other things too, like physical things, like acid reflux, problems with my bladder, a lot of overwhelm, um, social anxiety. I had like physical things too. I didn't, I didn't realize that I had at the time, like mold and candida, Epstein-Barr virus, Bartonella. Um, and I was just like really out of alignment. I felt like abandoning myself in relationships, in my career, um, like just completely suppressing what I was feeling and looking for things outside of myself. Um, there was like a lot of that, but depression is the thing I was struggling with the most that brought me to this work. Um, and I was like trying everything to heal, but like everything I was doing was just like a form of suppression. And I, I felt like I was kind of just waiting for enough time to pass for things to change and like then I would feel better or something on the outside to change and then I would feel better like like I used to watch like my favorite tv shows over and over again 
that that were like really long. There's like eight seasons of them. And I would always think the same thing when I would start the first season. I think by the end of the eight seasons, I'm going to feel better. And I did that for like four years. I can't tell you how many times I said that. Like a hundred times I probably said that. Once I'm done with these eight seasons, I will feel better. And then I never did. A lot of, of feeling alone or even like having the intention and, you know, who's there for me? Where is the solution? Uh, and I know you've cultivated so much compassion for yourself and the process you went through and for so many other people to bring them through that same um, experience. And I know you still are expanding and expanding into your life because there's so much power in you and so much love and so much compassion. And it's, um, it's a matter of constantly creating a bigger and a bigger space for that to be expressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like something just really shifted when I came to this work, it was like, it's like a totally different way of doing life. When you receive what you're feeling and you receive your experience, it's just like a way more peaceful way of living now when you realize like everything is just there to show you where you're out of alignment from your natural state, where you you could be living way more joyfully, peacefully and, and way more vitality and freedom. And that all of these things are just here to show you something in you to clear. So I just don't buy into things as much as before as like really scary if like a problem shows up or if I'm getting really triggered by something. It's like, I, I know that I unconsciously created it and I do have the power to now consciously create it different. So I, I don't like buy into that fear for like a really long period of time. Cause I know now that when I welcome what I'm feeling, no matter what happens in my life, the problem goes away or the solution comes in because I come into a different consciousness than where that problem was. So just like the way I do life now is like totally different. And it's just like, it's been really clear to me, especially lately, like how much things have shifted since I found this work. Cause like I'm doing this dance competition right now. And the last time I did it was in 2016 when I had depression and I was on antidepressants and I can feel the, the difference. Like when I would drive home from dance practice back in 2016, I would feel this like pain in my stomach immediately on the way home because when I was at practice, I would be distracted from my pain. And then the second I was alone, I felt all of it. It was the worst feeling in the world every time I would drive home. And now it doesn't feel that way. Like I do miss my team when I'm not with them and I look forward to dance practice, but it's nothing like it was the last time I did this. Um, and even like- It right wasn't from anymore. You could do it for joy instead of doing it for a relief from the pain or an escape from the pain, which is always going to be conditional and actually we'll feel worse after we do that escape versus yeah. when we are free and we do the things that nurture us, we feel better and better. Yes. What you just said, described my whole journey of trying to heal with heal from depression was just everything was like avoidance or escape or like nothing was truly dropping in and actually noticing what I was feeling. And I noticed because like right before this call, I was listening to a song that used to be the most painful song for me to listen to ever. Um, and I would avoid it. If it came on the radio, immediately turn it off. It's called um, Love Me Like You Do by Ellie Golding. And right before this, I was just listening to it 
And it, it's a different feeling now. It brings me joy. That's why I was listening to it before this call as a way to like bring me joy. So like that's something I literally didn't think I could ever do because before I would just stay in control and avoid things so that I didn't feel triggered. And now because of this work, I don't need to control my environment or control anything to avoid what I'm feeling because now I know how to process anything that comes up for me. Yeah. So a lot. That is so beautiful, especially for someone who feels things so intensely and is so deeply um, a heartfelt, empathic person. When we don't have ways to let those emotions move through, that's what really creates depression is we learn to suppress and suppress and suppress until we become so numb. And then when that is no longer actually a functional way, because it's going to happen sooner or later, that's when we begin to feel that feeling called depression, which is like a total shutdown and heaviness and darkness. And it's just everything we've suppressed. Um, we're getting really good questions. So I, I think we'll just speak to them with like, Five years feels so short compared compared to the decades I've faced. Does the length of the journey affect the length of the healing? No, not at all. And my my journey was long. It was really long, almost two decades long. But that's where what it needed to be. I needed to go through that. To I and I don't look back and wish it could be any different. I got here when I got here. I received it when I was ready to receive it. It probably wouldn't have shown up for me in the earlier years, or I wouldn't have been open to it, or it wouldn't have resonated in such a way. Um, so yeah, it doesn't matter how long the journey is. Yeah, Healing is absolutely possible. Yeah. Because if it's like, if it's an energy that you're carrying that's creating that illness, you, you can move through that energy as long as you move through that energy, then the symptoms move. So it doesn't matter how long that energy has been in your body. The second you welcome it, it's moving. And that's when things start shifting for you. So it really doesn't matter how long you've been in that state, how long you've been carrying those energies. Like as soon as you start embracing them and welcoming them, they start moving. So healing can happen right away. Yeah, I've seen that the same. That's an important thing to uh, remember. We've had also Barbara ask, which diseases fall within this program or process everything everything <laughs> that's the short answer to it is literally everything because each disease illness problem showing up in your life like there's something underneath it and so it might look like hey i have this physical thing i have crohn's disease i have lyme disease i can you help me with this specific thing but it's an energy that's underneath it that's creating it and that's what this program helps you do is it dissolves like the underlying root cause of why that thing is there. So it doesn't actually matter what thing that you have. It, this, this program is actually just bringing you into your natural state of unconditional love, joy, peace, vitality, freedom, abundance, which if it's your true heart's desire to heal from that disease and you feel the longing for it, it's because it's available. So it doesn't actually, it's not about a specific type of disease. And it actually too helps we learn or helps us to uncreate the story around that illness or around that diagnosis or what that means for you. Um, and we can start to dissolve that as well. That was a big piece for me because Lyme disease became so much about my identity of who I was. It was how I was introduced to people, right? Here's Jessica, she has Lyme disease. It was 
like second nature that that was my identity. So, and so I followed suit. Everything became about that. The way I lived became about that. And once I started to dissolve that identity, that that actually wasn't true for me, it let something else come in. It let a new connection with who I am come in, that that was just a story and I didn't need to continue to carry that with me. I could let that go. I could surrender that story. It's, it's important too, as a physician, to note that the body's ability to heal itself applies to every single thing your body could possibly face or deal with. And so the disease processes, which we think of as separate and special and distinct, are actually, um, you know, the thing that's preventing that from healing, it could be one thing. And whether you've got like Lyme disease or some kind of eye disease or fibromyalgia or thyroid disease or MS or cancer, or like it looks like all different things, it could be one thing happening, keeping the body from healing itself. And so if your body's wisdom that created you knows how to resolve that, we've got to unleash it so it can do that. And that's why this work applies to literally everything. Any way that we unleash the body's healing potential, it's going to recalibrate the body specific to whatever is most needed for you. And so that, that's why this isn't about let's heal this disease. Oh, oh over here, we're going to heal that disease. Oh, well, if you have this disease, you have to do that. What we do is we get into the core of what's actually preventing the body from flourishing, from being nourished, from absorbing nutrients and releasing toxins and detoxifying as it was designed to do. When we um, open those things up, the body can, can re reverse virtually any disease that we've ever seen. Um, oh, and someone, I guess, uh, why do you have lifetime access? Is it going to take a lifetime to heal with a breaking health? When we started this, um, uh, a lot of people had results right away. With We did it as a five-month course. And then there was a subset of people that was like, after the five months of having done the course, they would get back to me and say, oh my gosh, from what we did, so much opened up in my life over the next few months. And we kind of looked at that and realized, let's make this a longer course that keeps nurturing you, that whenever your resolution happens, you, you kind of keep instilling that new foundation and you will have some results right away. Of Some people will tell me, as soon as I registered, I felt a major shift in my energy. I felt more heightened energy and, uh, and vitality. And uh, there are other things that will come along the way as well. We kept this as a, you're going to have lifetime access because I'm always adding new things to the course as I grow and have new awakenings and awareness. And so I want people to be able to grow with that as well. Most people are not continuing this over maybe, you know, the year uh, and, and certainly not over a couple of years, but we do want to continue to nurture you going forward and have you stay with any upgrades or uh, shifts and improvements that we make in the program. Do you guys have anything you want to add to what you've seen with that? Yeah, um, I would say that like, because your your illness or disease isn't there for you to just like go back to the old way you were living before. It's like trying to invite you into a whole new way of living. And so like having this program as like a lifetime thing, it's kind of like a continuous reminder so that like when a new thing shows up in your life, 
to approach this the same way. Okay, this is also happening for me. Can I receive this experience? So it's just like, it's for continuous expansion in your life so that you don't just go back to the old way that you were living before. Yeah, and for me too, doing it in the early days of the five months, I had so much shift even after the program ended that there was still more I was moving through. There was still more to go through. So to be able to have that support or to be able to um, have those resources available, it's a it's a really beautiful thing to to just have in your pocket. <laughs> and you know, you can tap into it when you need to, and you don't have to if you don't if that's not required, but to have it available, yeah, I think it's beautiful that that it's um, a lifetime access. Yeah. Uh, it's also great to be part of this community. Uh, yeah. Someone in Facebook is asking, do you need to revisit? I love this question. Do you need yeah. to revisit the deeply traumatic experiences in yeah. order to heal them? The short answer is N-O. <laughs> do you guys want to speak to this a little bit more? Yeah. I you can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Alicia and I do this a lot. We always go at the same time. Um, for me, it wasn't required to sort of revisit or go back because I am carrying it in my now. It is showing up in my now. Whatever is there from the past or from childhood or trauma or some event or PTSD, whatever it may be, it's in my system and it's going to show up in my now. So how am I going to meet it more fully now? became a practice for me. So when it would show up or something would trigger, whatever that is, can I be more willing to meet that in this space, in the current space I'm in, in this one breath, in the now, as opposed to having to like go back and dig stuff up. It's already here. It's still a part of your operating system. So being again, open and willing when it shows up to be present with what is here, that allowed it to move for me. Yeah, I was gonna say pretty much the exact same thing. Like when I first was like trying to heal, I thought I needed to like figure out where it started. And so I was like asking my old nanny, I was like, do you remember when I was a child, like what happened? And like, I was like trying to figure it out. But the yeah. thing is like, you are carrying that energy in the now and like, um, it actually wants to be come up to be cleared. So a different experience in your life might actually bring up that same energy and it might seem unrelated, but something will happen to bring it up so you can welcome it. So you don't have to go and dig and try and revisit and figure out where it came from or where it started or anything like that. It's, it's, like you said, it's in the now. If you welcome it in the now, it can move in the now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, something we've seen scientifically as well, that your genetics can be repatterned, repaired, and shifted. That is dependent on how, you know, whether you're showing up in those old patterns of fear and resistance or you uh, embrace what's here. You enter wholeness, your body heals. So it's pretty fascinating to see this. Um, I did have another one that oh i love this question too just being open and allowing me to stop all efforts 
EFT, reading books, watching videos, etc. One thing I've seen is that usually when people come to this work, they're doing a lot. And when they get even in that first call that we do, they begin to see, oh my God, I've been doing this all out of resistance, reactivity, and fear. I've got to make sure I get better. I've got to avoid this disease. I've got to escape and figure this out and control it. And that's why um, the healing doesn't happen is because that state, which is an inflammatory state, it is a stress state, it's an overactive brain state, is actually what keeps that disease in place. It keeps the body from going into resilience and harmony, which is what allows the healing to happen. And so it's not about someone else asked like, well, I don't want to have surgery. It's not about surgery, no surgery. It's about getting out of the resistance that has you not receive the resources that are here for you and release the, the things that are not necessary for you. You don't need to be clawing your way through this uh, pro a healing process. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have a lot to say, you know, and obviously we use some EFT in this program. We use many, there's recommended books, but it's, it's, am I doing this to nurture my wholeness or am I doing this to escape my fear? It's a very different outcome. Yeah. When I, when I first came here, it was still in the old pattern of this is going to be the thing, the cure, the fix to get me out of my experience. And I was doing a hundred different things and supplements and diet and lasers and uh, you name it, right? Um, I've, I had tried everything up until that point and even coming in, my energy was still in the, this is going to fix me. This is going to cure me. This is right, that same energy. Even though that is ultimately, yes, what happened, I had to shift what I was actually here for. And I wasn't, I, I came in to heal a physical illness, to heal um, a disease. And uh, through this work, I shifted that, that I, that's not actually what I'm here for. I'm actually here, here to come back into my wholeness, that there isn't something wrong with me, that I wasn't broken, that I wasn't disease ridden. I, I needed this to be gone in order to be whole again. And that was such a big shift for me and really changed uh, the trajectory of how I was doing my healing because it came, became a much bigger picture. I was heal, here to heal those parts of me that were hurting, that needed to be seen, that wanted my love and compassion and my attention rather than just, I'm just throwing something else at, an, at this illness. And that's, mm -hmm. I think, truly what allowed me to fully heal all parts of me, not just disease and not just symptoms and not just illness. It healed all the parts of me that didn't feel good enough or I wasn't living in the abundance of possibility. I was really in lack. I was really in victim. And it allowed me to see that that's where I was still operating from. And could I let something else come in? Yeah, and the answer was yes. And something else came in much higher and got me yeah, and then your operating in that way. Yeah. The, then it can be fun and you're doing fun things for your growth that are, are things that are pure joy instead of yes. work. Um, yes. Someone's asking about reasons others give for leaving the program. And I don't know if that was to what 
I was saying before, where some people are finished after a year, some people will com continue. Uh, when people are are complete, um, you know, there's there, there, this work will live in you for the rest of your life. You don't have to keep, you know, rolling the bowling ball. You know, you roll the bowling ball, you don't have to keep pushing it down the, the alley. Once you integrate this work, it is lifelong. If that takes you more time and you want to continue to stay in the community, you're welcome to do that. Um, I do want to point to, this is a great question. What kind of support do we get? Do we have one-on-one -on -one with Dr. Kim? A lot of people will say, well, this is a group. No, I need one-on-one. -on -one. This, this isn't going to work for me. And it's so false. There's so many people that said they felt that. And then when they came in, they were like, I'm blown away by how much I got out of like one person's process. And I felt the whole thing shift for me because of the courage and what they accessed. We're connecting in this program and in this community. And so what anyone um, integrates is also integrated into your system. It's not a separation program where it's like we're each just learning stuff. We're actually doing really deep um, consciousness work and it will impact every single being who's in the program. And so um, it is not necessary to do one-on-one -on -one and you can you can rest assured that that is not um, a part of the program that would be a really slow linear way. You will receive from what we've done um, in the recordings and you will receive from what we're doing in the group calls. Um, and we do have like a weekly, one of us is checking in on a weekly basis for deeper integrations, Q&A, and direct personal connection. Do you guys want to speak to um, some of these pieces? Yeah, we having the weekly check-ins, I think, and having Kim, having Alicia, having myself come in and hold these check-ins and having the live um, call with you every month, you are fully supported throughout this entire year. Whatever you you think you might need, you can hear on this call. You can hear from somebody else's question that comes in. You might say, oh my God, that's exactly what I was gonna ask. So there isn't necessarily this um, need. It can feel like there is a, I need to have this answered personally and I need this attention. And I, you're gonna get it from the group calls. You're gonna get it from the check-ins. You're gonna get it from just being in the support of this amazing, amazing, beautiful, compassionate, loving group. There's no place like it. <laughs> Even now, all these years later, it's like, this is such a special place to be. Um, the energy of the group, just the, oh, there's so much love and compassion in Embracing Health, in the groups, on the calls, that you're going to get everything that you need from them. Yeah. And there's something about when you post in that group and then other people see it and then you know me jessica and kim like we're welcoming what comes up in our body when we read your post and a lot of the people in the group are doing that for you so it's like we're helping you move that energy because that part of you needs love and if you're not giving that part of you love but the whole group is there giving you love and compassion that's what's helping it move um so it's really powerful and you know, I know some people like don't like to work in a group because they're they're scared. And I was like one of those people. I was like so terrified to ask for help or ask for questions, especially in a group setting. But I still received so much from the program, even though I had that fear and I was afraid to like be super involved and be super seen like that. I still received so much. Thanks, you guys. 
This is an awesome question. And it, and it goes beyond just what she's saying in the question. Barbara's asking, what do you do about the skeptics in our lives? We've all been in a world where um, like the space we're stepping into is way more expansive than where a lot of people are living from. And that can be really frustrating if you're attached to them getting it or you think they are your source of love or they are your source of validation. And one of the major pieces that happens in the Embracing Health group is you're in a whole new relationship with everyone and everything around you. Of course, a new relationship with the body or the illness or the symptoms, that's a major piece. But you are in a new relationship with everyone around you. And this is almost universal that people will see really, really profound shifts in their relationships. And yeah. I know you guys have so much to say. <laughs> on that. Yeah. yeah, when I see a skeptic that shows up in my life and it triggers me and I want to go and explain something to them or get them to see it the way that I see it, I realize it's not them that needs to hear it. It's me. Like if I'm actually being the one triggered by it, they're a reflection of me. They're, that could be a tiny part of me that doesn't fully know this yet, that still is kind of bought into the program. So I always pause before I go to try to like explain it to them because I realize I'm the one that needs to receive this. And then I also need to remember sometimes it's not the most loving thing to share it with that person if it would completely just change their foundation on the way they see life and maybe they're not ready. So I have to tune into my body and realize, okay, are they open and receptive? Are they ready to hear this or are they not? Um, maybe I could just get them to be more aware of how heavy it feels to believe or buy into what they're believing, but maybe they're not fully ready yet. So that's actually the most loving thing I could do for them. Yeah. And you also have to wait till people are ready. There's nothing compassionate about giving someone a wisdom or truth they're not ready for. Because like Patty is saying, uh, my, I'm trying to explain this to my kids and they don't buy it. And sometimes the space we've been in in the past and, you know, bringing up our kids, is not the space we're in now. And then you realize, wait, this is not integrated in them, in their worldview. But the only thing you can shift is what's within you. And you'll universally find that that will shift everyone around you, especially, you know, your kids or the skeptics in your life. <laughs> Did you want to add anything, Jeff? Yeah. Um, I used to try to convince other people, both of my illness, really how sick I really am. And then the opposite spectrum of what's available. And I've shared it with people going through illness and what's available and it's a no for them. And so again, yes. Okay. What's here for me to see? Can I let them have their experience? Can I let them be where they are? Because if I choose to do that for myself, can I let them have that as well? Right. And so it can shake the foundation of some relationships it did in my life, but those relationships needed to be shaken to come into really a higher way of being, a higher dimension of operating. And when I was no longer willing to operate in the old way, it had to get shaken up, right? And it's really that invitation for the other person to come meet you where you are, if they're willing, if they're ready. But that I'm continuing on this journey and it no longer became a need for me to convince anyone otherwise. I still have people in my life. They're like, I don't know what you did to get better, right? Where they're like, I'm not really sure that I'm still skeptical, 
I don't really know what that's about or what you did. And it's okay. They don't have to. And it's not really my job to convince them or yeah. right. They can be invited in by watching me and my experience, but yeah, letting go of the need to even convince them otherwise. Yes. Yeah, skepticism is a protection. We're trying to protect mm -hmm. ourselves from a, a new way of seeing things because we don't already understand it. We can't control yeah. it. And that, that comes from fear. And so if you realize that this person is in fear, you could show up in greater compassion, which is a major foundation of this work. Is how can I show up in greater compassion so it's easy for those around me to open and let in greater truth? Um, these were some great comments people made. Erica said, I found, um, and she was in Embracing Health, I read other people's posts or would see a live video that helped with something that was moving in me. It felt like it flowed and moved energy organically. Lisa said, the group has been so amazing, such a safe space to be 100% vulnerable no judgments, just love. Yes. And Anita said, I can assure everyone there is so much love and support in the group. And it is so true. You don't need your answer from just one specific person. You'll get your answer anyway, anyhow. I'm yeah. going to um, put the link here. It's at uh, drkimd.com forward slash health for those of you who would like information or to register for Embracing Health. Um, what else do we have? Lots of other little questions here. I wanna, uh, is it true we should use meditation daily to, to change us, remind us that we're connected to source and we are abundant just like <laughs> we exercise daily. Uh, it doesn't need to look like what most people think of as meditation, like I have to sit in total stillness for 10 minutes a day. Although I do that, I, I love doing that. You'll find the, the way that nurtures you most, whether it's the instant elevation technique and practicing that regularly, which is just a basic energy alignment. Um, I would not, uh, I'd invite you not to be rigid about what you do with that of a, a daily practice. It has to be something that brings joy versus something that like, I've got to do this to fix a problem. Okay, I'm going to meditate every day. I did this for years. And even in the last um, few weeks of the Mind Body Miracle series, a lot of people are referencing particular bodies of healing work, but there's a lot of rigidity in which how they were applied. And they'll say, I didn't really get the results from that but it had amazing results with embracing health. And the biggest shift is that um, we're not going to move into rigidity and linearity of the like, check the box. I did my meditation, check the box. I've got this going on because that's not a true embodiment. So we're going to go a lot deeper with that to change the brain, change the nervous system and really bring all of your being into a, a higher expression. Um, yes, this will be available to watch uh, later. Um, is it, oh, sorry. Freedom is intimidating. Simon said freedom is intimidating. Uh, yeah. Setting yourself completely free. In fact, one of the major reasons I see when people come to this work, that is the biggest blockage keeping the illness in place or keeping the health from happening is the idea that, well, if I could really hear myself and I really am that powerful, I would have already done it. And because they believe that to be true, they like literally don't access their power, even though they'll they'll find like, whoa, infinite expansion and instant healing. And oh, no, 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 wait, no, that can't be possible because if it is, it should have happened yesterday. 
and I'm going to make it wrong that it didn't. And so then I won't access it. So, um, you, do you guys have anything else uh, to, to speak to with that or, or other like objections people have that are really, you know, holding them back? I think freedom felt scary for me too, because I didn't know what that was or what that felt like having been sick for so long. It felt um, unattainable at first, and then it felt fearful because I didn't know what that looked like. Interestingly enough, even I wanted healing so badly, but there was fear of fully healing because I didn't know what life would look like. This is the life I knew. This is what I knew. This was, even though I didn't want it, it was really my comfort zone. And so to invite something else to come in that was going to be bigger than what I was experiencing felt scary. Yeah, like an uh, turbulent sort of unshaking ground that I was used to. But I was willing to invite it in anyway, being uncomfortable in the unknown, that I might not know what this feels like or looks like yet, but as I started to experiencing, experience it, and as it started to come in more, it was like, oh, this feels really good. Yes, I want more of this. Yes, I want more freedom. Yes, I want more peace. And so when I started to experience more peace, it wasn't, it became a lot less scary and I wanted more of it. <laughs> so I think it's really okay that fear might be coming up when we don't know what that might feel like or look like yet. But as we begin to experience it more and more and more, it really just was like, I'm on board for this. Yeah, it's like the same thing. It's so important to me now to live in unconditional freedom that I question everything that feels heavy because I know if it feels heavy, I'm buying into a lie, which means I'm questioning every little thing that I've bought into my whole life as true because I know that there's more freedom available. And what that has brought up is unthinkable fear. Like, can I actually be that free where I don't have to do this, this, and that that I bought into that I have to do? It's terrifying to even step into, I don't need to do those things. I don't have to do those things. So it will bring up a lot of fear. But like, once the fear moves, you don't have those like thoughts anymore. And you actually know you're unconditionally free. And it's like such a beautiful way of living that it's worth it to welcome that fear because that fear is in your body anyways creating things in your life. So might as well meet it and be free, is what I'd say. Terry <laughs> said, I signed up for Embracing Health and the group feels so supportive and loving already. I feel like I'm home. Yeah, the, we already have um, the online community open. So I've been welcoming, we've all been welcoming people into that forum. Um, and it's a really powerful, I would say a very open, uh, receptive, surrendered, um, strong, uh, you know, like an individual level of, of personal uh, integrity kind of strength in this group. So uh, it's always so inspiring to meet these new people and have each person ready to receive what their um, heart is calling them to. I, I think this is a good question too. Barbara's saying, um, can you assure me that health will prevail? And I did write a, a note on this. Um, the only thing that is assured is that what you embody is what your system is creating, what you focus on expands. Yes. And so if you've got all these subconscious programs of fear or even distrust, like, well, you got to prove to me or else, 
you're holding in place the lattice work and the template for your powerlessness. Um, and I'm going to put this together with another question about, well, there's a lot of indoctrinations in other programs. How is this different? All we can really do is assist you in connecting more fully with truth. I'm not going to tell you what that truth is. I'm not going to tell you what to believe. I'm just going to assist you in getting more aligned with life, our nature, so that it can show you, so that it can tell you. And don't believe anything anyone ever says. The point of this program is to bring the power back to the space within you, to your divine connection. There is nothing else. And so every time we give it away to the doctor or the parenting or, you know, our subconscious uh, or even to our fear body or fear bodies like, well, why don't you prove to me this is going to work, right? Because it's like trying to take care of us. Anytime I give power to that, I'm going to live as a servant to it. I'm going to be susceptible to that, um, that belief, you know, and that tr reality. And so all we can really do is open the door for you to let in something higher and to let in your truth. And I think you guys have seen a lot of people too come through this program really in victim. And they've been in the space of like, oh, you're my savior now. Oh, I've seen, you know, I had this a lot of times when I was in medical practice. Well, I've seen 10 different doctors from my fibromyalgia, but now I know you're different and you're going to be the one. And then there was also this undercurrent of like, I really hope you don't let me down. And so I would always feel like, ooh, that pressure is not your truth. And so instead of like taking that on and trying to be the savior of like, well, I'm going to be better than all those doctors, I would remember like, it's actually your pattern of giving the power to that doctor in the first place. They can only assist you. They can only partner with you. No one can be your source. Your source is within your inner connection. You're already sourced. But any way you partner with a doctor or any any a friend um, for to get more connected with your source is going to strengthen you and is going to allow true healing. And so that's really how we've designed this work is to awaken you to the truth that your system is already creative. And if it's creating limitation, you can, you can evolve beyond that. You can move beyond that to release that, um, you know, uh, that glitch in the system, whether it's genetic or it's your past and memories, or it's your upbringing and your belief systems, or it's your, uh, you know, a, another space altogether from like another life, who knows where it lies, but it's showing up in your now. And we can help you really see that and be in a whole new relationship. So you are in connection with that power. I would think you guys probably have a lot you, you've seen on that, like when people come into the community and it's like, woe is me, but I hope you can help me. And, and it's like, no, every single time, every single post, every single, this is a reminder to bring it back to you. Yes. Yep. That's exactly what this program does. It brings you back to your own power and your own wisdom. Yes. So that you're always connected to it. So it isn't actually us, but it's your source. You realize you're your source, how sourced you actually are. And that is priceless. Absolutely. That's how I came to the program. You're going to be the one, the thing, and learning that it was actually within me that I was the powerful one changed everything for me. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, that's probably the most important piece. So with that, we will complete. Uh, the doors are open until June 2nd. The link is at drkimd.com forward slash health. You're all welcome. You're all invited. You can go to the page and feel it out. If it resonates, keep letting that in. Just keep moving with that. Yes, your mind may say, no, no, I could never do that. Or uh, it probably won't work. Or I don't have the money or whatever it's going to say. Stay present beyond that initial programmed reaction and get curious. Huh, what could it be like if I let in unthinkable resources to connect me to something I never imagined was possible? Because again and again, we've had um, so many people say that this was so much more than they ever could have imagined. So I know that, that what we're opening the door to is, is kind of mega. Like what? Well, if I had 2% of that, that would be great. And, and so, so often we'll have people say, I had super high expectations and it was way more than what I actually could have expected. So um, this is the infinite potential within yourself. We're connecting you with here and assisting you with after all. So it's going to show you. Um, so the link is at drkimd.com forward slash health. And uh, we welcome any questions you have. You can write to us at support at drkimd.com. Lisa said, this program is so full of freedom to do what is best for you personally. You're guided to connect to yourself and what truly will serve you best. And, and I think that might've been a, a response or, or a good response to the idea there's like a lot of other people indoctrinating you to their way. And this is not um, where we're going here. So thank you guys for, um, for being yeah. here and thank you guys for your comments and participating. Any little pieces I you wanted to say to complete? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say that if this actually resonates with you and it feels light and expansive, it's actually because that's what your body is asking for. Like we talk a lot about that in the program, heavy light, how to tell the difference between your wisdom and your mind. Um, and so if it does feel light, it actually does mean something. It means this is something that will truly assist you. So I would um, like try to move through any fears you have around choosing your yes. Cause when you honor your body's wisdom and you choose your yes, like really amazing, beautiful things happen because your wisdom knows what your heart's desires are. Your wisdom knows exactly what your body needs to heal. So when you actually listen to it and follow it, it's like massive what shows up in your life. I would say the same, choose your yes and everything else will fall into place. But listen to that yes. And if it's a yes, I can choose it and then let everything else come in. I wanted to note this comment as well. Someone in Facebook who was in the program when I started, I'm a fixer. I was desperate for the answer. It was extremely difficult to not be given the answer. The fear and lack of control freaked me out. This helped me so much. Still accepting. Amazing. Yeah. So to whatever this is speaking to, keep opening to that in your heart. So much love to you guys. And I look forward to seeing you soon. We'll see you next week. We've got one more mind body miracle series. It was a woman who had a severe eye condition. She was seeing multiple eye doctors and told she'd have this for life. Um, she is now, you know, went to the eye doctor. They're like, I have no idea what you did. We've never seen this heal before. Her eyes are better. The glands are now secreting after years and years of the glands, like not secreting the you know, lubricant for the eyes. So she suffered terribly. Um, this is not an outlier. These are very solid examples of what people are seeing with here I am with this disease process, a physical solid thing and boom, it's resolved. My body is now in this new state 
of health. So we're really excited to welcome her and uh, we'll see you guys next week, 11 a.m. Mountain Time on Wednesday for Mind Body Miracles as we prepare for the Embracing Health Year. It kicks off in June. It's our once a year program. So this is your opportunity to be a part of it now at drkimd.com forward slash health doors close June 2nd. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much, Jess and Alicia. Yes. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.